Hello guys, how you doing? Um, I want to say welcome to Pastors on Purpose. This is your host, Pastor Mayo. Today I have a very, very special guest in the house, um, Pastor Ryan of 902 Church in Kinston, North Carolina. He is a true man of God, a brother, a friend, a pastor, a husband, a leader, and he wear many hats. He's a, he's a great man of God. So he's going to lead us in prayer. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, thank you for your mercy and your grace. And Father, I just pray uh, for each and every person um, that is uh, hearing this podcast. And Father, just ask that your grace would be poured out uh, over them as we um, discuss today. Father, give uh, Pastor Jonathan and I uh, the words um, to to speak and to lift each other up as brothers in Christ. And so, Father, just thank you for what you're going to do through this conversation. Uh, Jesus, I thank you for the lives that will be changed. I thank you for the healing uh, that I pray is going to come uh, as we as we talk about a difficult topic today. Yes, uh, but God, may your will be done uh, in our lives and, and in this world. Help us to be uh, people who would um, grow your kingdom yes. uh, here on earth. And so, Lord, just thank you uh, for what you're going to do. Thank you for this conversation. Thank you for this opportunity. Yes. And, Lord, we just thank you most of all today for the gift of grace through your son, Jesus. Yes. In his name I pray. Amen. 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 And today my topic is about racism. Uh, we're talking about racism in the, in the community and what pastors and leaders can do in ministry towards about race, racism. And, and we just want to have a little conversation. So a question I want to ask Pastor Ryan is, why do you think racism is being exposed right now, even during COVID-19? Yeah, that's, that's a great question. And I think a lot of it is we're, we're all sh- shut up like like closed in i mean like not you know verbally shut up but like shut up in our home shut Mm -hmm. up in our um, community like we don't have any community right now and so a lot of what's happening is we're all angry at each other (laughs) yeah and we're angry at our wives we're angry at our kids Mm -hmm. but it's because we're so closed in and not exposed to anybody we've been told you got to close up you got to you can't be anywhere anywhere near anybody right and so i think you know, a lot. I think there's. We've been having this discussion as a church. Is there's just a lot of anger going on right now, especially in regards to um, just what COVID has done. Right, right. And right. we're just we're just we're distanced from each other, and so all these conversations that were happening mm-hmm. are now not happening, and we're getting inside our own heads. Right, right. And right. so I think, um, you know, I think racism has always been there. Uh, but obviously, with all the things going on in the news, with the George Floyd, right. with the Breonna Taylor, right, like right. for some reason, it's I, I believe on a spiritual front that mm-hmm. the enemy is using this to drive, continue to drive division. Right. right and what right. I think was great steps yeah. in the right direction. Yeah, now, that's that just makes my sense. opinion. Yeah, that makes. Does that make? Sense. Yeah, that makes sense. That definitely. And makes sense. and I think so. With us being closed in. You know, um, we're distant from each other, right. and so when you and I can't get together and go have lunch, right? Yeah. What does that mean? It yeah. creates a distance. Yeah, it creates a, distance. It, it, yeah. It creates yeah. a separation, yeah. and then we get inside our own heads, right? And then yeah. we start thinking things that aren't true. Yeah, about the other person. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Like they don't want to be with me. They got other stuff. Yeah, that's exactly. That's definitely and true. so the, that is the perfect foothold for the enemy to come in and start planting little seeds and doubts you know obviously racism has has always been an issue uh it was an issue in jesus's day right it's going to be an issue in 
in a hundred years. Right, right. It, but I think you know there are things that we can do as Christians and as pastors to help teach our people and lead our people uh-huh. uh, in, in how they should go. So, you know, I, I don't think it's necessarily being exposed right now. It's always been there. Uh-huh. It's just for some reason on the more more on the forefront. Okay. Because okay. I think of that closure that okay. we don't we're not having conversations. Right. So it's kind of a long answer, but that, it's it's okay. That actually that leads me really really into my next question. How do you think we should deal with racism right now? Yeah. I think we have to talk about it. Right. The problem is is, is we're all talking mm-hmm. but nobody's listening. Ah, yeah, that makes sense. Nobody wants to listen because we've been We've been divided, and so now that divide is getting further and further away. And so I watched a fascinating um, documentary on Netflix the other night called The Social Dilemma. And, uh-huh. and if you're listening, you got to check it out. It's on Netflix. It's called The Social Dilemma, and it talks about how social media has, has created what was once a small divide. Social media is now making it even more of a divide uh, yeah. because social media... Basically, the documentary talks about how all these past executives of Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, Twitter, um, they all talk about purposely how it's designed uh-huh. to get you to make certain decisions. Ah, so okay. if you're a conservative, they're going to start throwing more conservative things your way. Uh, if you're on the liberal okay. side, you're going to start throwing uh-huh. They purposely do this. Oh, and, wow. all, and then they talk about, these guys talk about, these are former executives, like not just... You know, I worked at Facebook, like the guy who ran Facebook mm-hmm. is saying what we didn't expect was how it was going to continue to cause further divide. Oh, wow. And so it's it's a fascinating documentary mm-hmm. and you got to check it out if you haven't watched it. But I think as pastors, we have to deal with it uh, in our churches. We have to talk about it. Um, there, I think there's still a lot of people that think Jesus was a blonde haired, blue eyed white guy. <laughs> And he wasn't. Yeah, he yeah, wasn't. He was yeah, Jewish. He was yeah, Middle Eastern. He yeah, was from Galilee. Yeah, like, yeah. And, and it's just, it, it just, it's, yeah. it fascinates me. Um, you know, and you and I have talked about this in the past. Yes, we have. This this idea that um, exposure. Yeah, yeah. You know, like if you've never been exposed to other cultures. Yeah, yeah. Then you don't understand it. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, anything that you we don't understand as human beings, it, yeah. we tend to shy away from. Yep. Whether it's you know white culture to black culture, yeah. black culture to white culture. Right, right. If we don't talk about it, if we don't work together and say, you know, Jonathan, teach, yeah. you know, yes. teach me about this. Yes, yes. Like you and I have done. Yeah, and I notice even when we when we do that, we notice we have a lot of things alike. That's what I've noticed. Like exactly. The same experiences. Exactly. That's, that's, yeah. Because we have a lot more in common. Yes. Than we do differences. differences. Yep. But when you don't talk about it, yeah, you yeah, make yeah. up things in yeah. your mind. Mm-hmm. And. <laughs> Yeah, it's just going back to the mind. Oh man, this is this is good. Yeah, and so I think we have to talk about it. That's that's the main thing we have to talk about it. I preach about it in in my messages. I've preached on it two or three times over yeah. the years. Preached on it recently, you know, in regards to to racism and you know I love the diversity in our church. Yes, you know, yes. um, and just you know I still have African Americans that will come to our church and say, Hey, is it you know is it cool that I'm here? Right. And I right. kind of am like, Why wouldn't it be? Yeah. Like, yeah. What, I don't, yeah. <laughs> you know, like well, you know. 
it's kind of I know how Kinston is, and I know, and it's just like, <laughs> yeah. no, we're not. I don't want to be that church, right? You know, right, I, right. I want to be diversified. I want all kinds of people coming in. Okay. Um, so you know, that's a long answer. Yeah, it's okay. It's, it's okay. I think we have to talk about it. We and, have to. And we, if pastors don't talk about it, then we're we're missing out on reaching. And, and yes. looking and looking like our community right. from day one as our as our church, you know, we always said, "I want 902 Church to look like our community." Well, some statistics came out the other day that, like, I think 48 percent of Lenore County or whatever is white, and another 41 percent, 42 percent is uh, African American. Mm-hmm. The rest being other yeah. ethnicities. Mm-hmm. Well. So my church needs to look like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, so yeah. we, we have to talk about it. That's true. And not be and not shy away from it. I gotcha. think that's a lot of pastors are afraid to talk about it because we they're afraid, you know, I don't want to say the wrong thing. I don't want to, <laughs> yeah. you know, offend somebody. That's true. You know, but we gotta talk about it. Yeah. And the next question I want to ask is how has racism affected us and what does it seem to be doing during this time right now? What's going on? Like, how is it affecting us right now? Yeah, I think on a negative side, I think it's it's dividing us. It continues to divide. And that's the negative side. But on the positive side, um, I really think it's forcing us to have those conversations, and I, which is really I think is really good. I think it's forcing us to look within ourselves mm-hmm. and say, okay, what are my own racist tendencies? Right, right, right. You know, you looking inside yourself, what are yeah. your racist tendencies? Yeah, we yeah. all have them yeah. because we're humans and we have sin mm-hmm. in our lives. Yes. And, and, if, and you know, you, I think you and I talked about this not too long ago. Or no, I was, I was actually, I had lunch with, a, with an African-American pastor mm-hmm. um, last weekend. Mm-hmm. And... You know, we were talking about this very thing, mm. and if it's not skin color, right, then then it's going to be. Well, why does that guy get an orange T-shirt, right, and I don't get an orange T-shirt? Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. It, There's yeah. because there's sin in the world, right. We're going to find something, yeah, something, something to fight over. Yes, yes. And you know, and but but on the positive side of that is, I think it's causing us to um to address it, yeah, and to say, all right, what. Are, why? Why do I feel this way? Right, right. Um, why is it that I make this choice? Why? Why did you know? Like I went to Walmart the other day, and um, the lady in front of me, mm-hmm. she's African American, mm-hmm. and the guy that you know sometimes you have to hand them your ticket. Right. Well, he really looked over her ticket mm-hmm. and looked in her cart. Oh wow! You know, and then I came behind her. Uh-huh. And now, now, granted, I only had like five or six <laughs> yeah, items, yeah. so he could have just easily yeah, glanced and yeah. seen, but. You know, I gave him my ticket, and he was just kind of like, "Okay, good deal, you're good." Right, right. But he really looked over hers, hers, yeah. and and I, I mean, I thought like as a white person, yeah, <laughs> I'm thinking, why would like that's terrible, yeah, like, yeah, um, yeah. and th- that's not fair, yeah. So so yeah. I, it's there, yeah. I see it, yeah. I've experienced it. Right. You, wait, what do you mean as a yeah. white person? Yeah. You experienced <laughs> racism? Yeah. Yes, I have. Yeah. I haven't. I did. I lived in Texas, right. you know, for a long time, right. and I was <laughs> I was the minority. <laughs> so, you know, it just it's, yeah. we got it's it's there on the positive side. I think it's forcing um, conversations that needed to be had and right. addressing things that needed to be addressed. And okay. I, I think that's a good thing. Okay. Okay. My next question is, who told you and showed you about racism? Um, you know, obviously, I would give credit to to my parents. Mm-hmm. Um, who, you know, 
they, they, I mean, we never, I never heard them use any derogatory words of any kind or anything like that. They taught us that, you know, God is, you know, everybody's made in God's image, whether you're white, black, Hispanic, Mexican, Indian, Chinese, we're all made in God's image. Mm -hmm. And I had black friends growing up right. you know one of my best friends in the world was mm-hmm. black yeah. and I'm black too you're black <laughs> and, and I, I didn't think anything of it yeah, like, yeah, and yeah, I think yeah. ra- I, I think racism you know you often, you often hear that it's taught right and I, I think there's a lot of truth to that right, it's right, right. because I wasn't taught mm-hmm. so I never yeah. it wasn't a, a big deal to me right, um, right. my wife um, you know grew up in the military she mm-hmm. was in the marines mm-hmm. or her her dad was in the marines yeah. and um and you know he so i know she grew up you know he, he would say everybody's the same just different right. shades of green right right you right, know right, right, depending right. on your rank in yeah, the military. yeah 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 and and so i know that she grew up you know being taught that everybody's created in the image of god right, so right. we've taught our children the same thing mm-hmm. and you know um it just it isn't till you hear other people who weren't taught that way right, right. use derogatory language or say things or yeah. you know or you hear somebody wants to tell you a, a racist joke and you know it's just I just yeah. I, I never laugh I'm like oh okay you know yeah, I hear yeah, you yeah. and um you know but you just you see it it's not hard to see but I think you know I wasn't taught that right and I think I think it really is taught I don't think it's something you know that we just grow up right that way. Just grow up just kind of like, oh, I'm going to be right. Like, right. When you come out right. of the room, I want to be racist. Exactly. Like, hey, yeah, that's exactly. True. And I don't, you know, for me, if I got a, if I got a injury, I don't care what. Yeah. I don't want the, I want the best doctor. Yeah. I don't care if you're white, black, purple, green. Yeah, they go matter. Got yeah, it don't matter. Job, dude. If, yeah. if you got the brains to fix me, then fix me. <laughs> I don't care. Oh, man. So. Okay, the next question is, yeah. why do you think it's important to talk about racism? Man, that's, that's a great question. I mean, it just goes back to what we've been saying. We have to talk about it. If we, we don't to. talk about it, it's like a marriage. You know, if you don't communicate, yes. then you're going you're gonna to drift apart. Right. Same right. thing with God. If you don't communicate with God, if you don't commune with God, if you don't share your heart with God, mm-hmm. you're going to... You're gonna, be divided. Right. Um, same thing with racism. Same thing with different ethnicities. Mm-hmm. If we don't talk about it, then we're going to continue to go down different paths. Right. And, and and that and by talking about it, it means we come to, to each other yeah. in love. Yes. And and we get the real facts. You get more of an understanding too from both sides. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. You, you because definitely need that. Yeah. you've experienced things that I I've never experienced. Right. Um, I've experienced things that you've mm-hmm. never experienced. Right. right. But if we don't talk about it, right. then I mean, you and I have learned so much from each yeah. other. Just sit, you know, yeah. having lunch together, yeah, yeah. you know, talking about. Well, wait a minute, why I didn't realize that that's how you felt. Yeah, yeah. Well, I didn't know that that yeah. that's how you felt. Yeah. And like, and yeah. so until we start having those conversations, but in love, yeah, in the, love. The yes. problem is we start screaming at each yeah. other. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's all you're seeing is we're screaming at each other, and everybody's talking but nobody's listening. Exactly. You, you're definitely right about that. So the next question is, what do you think racism has done to the church or in the church? Doing the church. The yeah, it, I think it's it, it it continues to divide. Yeah. Like Sunday mornings are, especially in our area, mm-hmm. Sunday mornings are still the most segregated. Churches are still the most segregated. Yeah. 
places yeah. on Sunday mornings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can see that. I can um, see that. Even, even around here. Right. You, know, you got white churches, yeah. predominantly white churches, predominantly black churches. Mm-hmm. You got this, you know, wealthy churches. Yeah. Poor churches. Poor churches, churches yeah. Or in between churches. Yeah. in churches. Yeah. And, and it's just, it's, and we're supposed to be the people of God. Right. And, you know, I, I was reading that verse the other day, I think in, um, you know, Jesus was is talking about, you know, every nation, every tribe, every tongue is one day going to stand before right. God. We're all right. going to be in heaven. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, for the, for those of us who are believers, um, no matter where you live, um, it's there's going to be from all over the world, and that yeah. just, it just I don't understand how you can be a say you're a Christian. Mm-hmm. And harbor racism. Say it. Say it. In your heart, you, just, you, you can't <laughs> yeah. merge the two because Jesus wasn't a blonde-haired, blue-eyed white right. guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And he wasn't a black guy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he was yeah. Middle Eastern. Yeah. He was from Israel. Yeah. yeah. And and we gotta, you know, we just gotta deal with it. But it's it's the enemy. I'm telling you, it's yeah. the enemy. Yeah. He is at work. Yeah. And that's exactly what he wants to do. Yeah. Is divide, divide, divide. Yes. Steal, kill, destroy. destroy. Yes. That's yes. all he does. Yes. So where do you think racism is leading to now in 2020 and moving forward? What, what do you believe is happening? Man, that's 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 a tough one. I think it's 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 causing it's it's causing a lot of hurt. It's causing a lot of pain. Right. Um, in the negative sense, it's just pushing us further away. Right. I, all the all the progress I feel like we made, you know, as human beings, right, right. from Dr. King all the way through the years, mm-hmm. all all the way through that, you know, now it's almost like it's being reset. Right, right. You know, with the George Floyd, yeah. with the mm-hmm. Breonna Taylor, with the. Um, the you know the, the recent guy that got yeah. got shot, right. um, but at the same time it's like we're we're not looking at the fact we got to look at the facts right right before we overreact let's right. look at the facts then go from there yeah I mean, and I, every situation is sad but I like what you said we, I think when you was preaching one time you was actually preaching on this topic and I happened to be in church and you were saying this won't be. This, this has been done before. It won't be the first and it won't be the last. And right. that, that made so much sense to me because it is going to be contingent, but it's how we're going to move forward. Exactly. Instead of just, I mean, like you said, having these conversations and talking about it and how can we come together and really um, make it work instead of really hearing each other's side, not just overlooking, oh, you just a white guy, you, you, that's how you deal with it. You're a black person, that's how you deal with it. You're a Latino, that's how you deal with it. Right. But we have to come together. It's just really that unity thing. That's, that's really what it is moving forward to exactly that's especially if we're in Christ right exactly <clears throat> look what did he pray I pray that they would be one yes as yeah. you and I are one right and he's right. talking to all believers right. white black yeah. all over the world like right. we have to be one and this just seems like a, a non not a non-issue it should be a non-issue for right. Christians right right like right. I get the rest of the world yeah they don't yeah. know any different right but they're right. blind they're right. spiritually blind but for us in the church, yeah, this should not even be a yeah. a thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. so sad. Like yeah. we're all created in the image of God, and until you start seeing people as everybody, whether they're believers or not, right, as being people who are created in the image of God, right, 
you're always going to have something. Mm-hmm. It's always going to be an issue of some kind. Okay, I know this one. The question, next question might be a little doozy, but we're going to get through this one. Yeah. What, what do you think white privilege mean to you as a pastor? Man, this is, I have struggled, and, and if I can just be honest, mm-hmm. you know, um, I have struggled personally with the whole idea of white privilege. Right, right. Because I, I don't know of a single white person mm-hmm. that has ever said, well, let me pull my white privilege card. <laughs> and, you know, I didn't get that I didn't get that job. Jonathan got that job over me, so I'm going to pull my white privilege right, card. Right, right, right. <laughs> you know, I've, I've never, I don't understand that right. because, number one, you know, like in my own life, I know how, how hard I've worked. Right, 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 right. I've busted my rear end. Mm-hmm. You know, I've cleaned bathrooms. Mm-hmm. I've, you know, at different jobs. I've interned, yeah, you know, yeah. and my white white privilege quote unquote <laughs> I got my quote yeah. to air quotes going yeah didn't get me anything right 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 right, right. Um, my white privilege didn't get me into the NBA right <laughs> my dream yeah. I didn't want to be a pastor I wanted to be in the NBA I wanted to go to Carolina play basketball and then go to the NBA right 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 you know and, and I, I don't want your listeners to be offended but like I don't my parents I don't they busted their rear right, ends right, right, for right, right. everything we got. Yeah, yeah. Um, now, when you know, I don't, I don't know that. So I've never. That's a new term that I don't care for. Right, right, right. right. Because I don't think it's fair mm-hmm. to white people. Right, right, right. right. I, now I would say I will argue this. There's rich privilege. Yeah. Or let me say wealthy privilege. Okay, yeah. True. That's true. I've seen that. Yeah. And that and then that too, that's on both sides of the fence too. And so yeah, that's, Exactly. So some black and some black people that's rich white that, that Exactly. Sense. So yeah. so you know, okay, so where you know, we talk about white privilege, but well what about Beyonce? She's a gazillionaire. Right, right. Denzel Washington, gazillionaire, Jay Z, yeah. billionaire. Right, right. So That's true. What's the? What, I, didn't, I didn't see it from that angle, but yeah, you're right. Like so, you know, so I I don't like the term white privilege. Right. Um, now, you know, I think I understand where non-white people think that. Right. 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 I, 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 maybe I could see that, but I've interviewed for jobs and right. African American person got it over me. Right. Right. Because they were better than me. Right. They had right, they had right. better skills. They were right. they had a better interview. Like, right. Right. I, and that, so I I don't I think that's I have a problem with that. Right. As a white right. person. Right. right. Knowing right. how hard I've worked, knowing how hard my parents worked, how hard my grandparents worked mm-hmm. to get everything we had, um, or that we do have, um, and the blessings that we do have, and you know, and I've seen black people work just as hard right, right. and have the same success. Right. And I just, it just, it's, I think it's down to work ethic. Yeah. Yeah. That's what it boils down to. You know, like, and you're successful because, I mean, look at all the stuff you've done. Yeah. Yeah. Because you worked for it, Jonathan. Right. Yeah. Like you, you have a entrepreneurial mentality. Right. 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 And you do every, like the Bible talks about, do everything as if you're working for the Lord. Yeah. And when you do that, you've seen that in your own life. Yeah. It's it's a God privilege. Yeah, yeah. I would yeah, say God's yeah. Blessed you, I like man. that. I like, know, like that. God privilege. It's yeah. God privilege. Yeah. It's God blessing. Yeah, yeah. You know, so I, I don't I don't like that term. Yeah, <laughs> just, yeah. Just to be honest, <laughs> I don't think it's fair. Yeah. Um, maybe your, your listeners might disagree, and that's yeah. okay. Yeah. 
will disagree and love. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, I. But that's my perspective. But at the same time, I also have to sit back and go, well, wait a minute. You might have a different view. Right. 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 You might have experienced an issue. Yeah. It's ba- It's really based on the other pe- person's experience. Um, but like you said, in love. But I like. I definitely like what you said about the. It's it's God, man. It's all about God's God privilege. I love that. I really that's a hashtag God privilege. Hashtag God privilege. <laughs> God we're privilege. in Christ and yeah. we and we obedience brings blessing. Yeah. And when we walk with him, he blesses us. Mm-hmm. So don't let the enemy say oh, oh I'm preaching now. Yeah, yeah. Don't let the enemy distort God privilege and God blessings. Right. With white privilege or right. black privilege right. or right. Chinese privilege, I mean, right. you name yeah. it. Yeah. What if God's blessing me right. because of my obedience to Him? Right. I've seen Him bless you right. 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 because of your obedience right. Right. to Him. Right. Right. And then once you get blessed, now you're going back. It's a privilege for God to bless you. Then now you go back to your people. There yeah, you that, made, that makes Come sense. On. That makes sense. That Come makes on. sense. Yeah. Ooh, that was Come a good on. one. That was a good one. Whoa, <laughs> that, I'll be honest. That was the one question <laughs> yeah. I was scared to ask. <laughs> I was like, man, I don't know what to do with that. Hey, man. I want to be honest. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. But he gave me the words. Yeah, he gave me the words. We did, we did good. We did okay. good. Okay. The question I want to ask, what do you think we as leaders of Christ need to change in order to heal and, and work on towards towards racism just moving forward yeah I, I think we have to be the change agents yeah. I think we have to be the we have to lead the way um, I'm kind of preaching on that this week mm-hmm. in that as, as Christians we have to be the ones that lead the way right um, the world is blind the world has you know the world is not seeing it because the world's so caught up in itself right but we as believers mm-hmm. we 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 can spiritually see right. everything that's going on mm-hmm. and as a believer in Christ he he's pulled the scales off our eyes right. so right, to speak right, right, right. and we see it so mm-hmm. we have to lead the way right. we have to talk about it um, you know I, I've been having lunch with several black pastors um, in town many of you which mm-hmm. you know as well mm-hmm. and you and I've been talking yeah. with them and um, and that has been so eye-opening. And and if 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 you're listening and you're an African American pastor, then man, reach out to your white right right pastor right. friends or Latino or, or Latino yeah, or yeah. or whatever, and yeah. and get to know them right. because I think you'll be surprised. Yeah. Um, I've been I had the joy of um, being able to pray once a month with several pastors in town. Um, and several are black, a couple right. are white, yeah. and and that has been the most fruitful. Right time for me ministry wise is just saying well here's what I'm struggling with right. and come to find out they're struggling with the same thing right. and then all of a sudden we start talking yeah. and we go well, wait a minute I didn't realize you face the exact same right. issues in the church that I do oh yeah well, I didn't either so how can we help each other out so if you're a white pastor then you know listen reach out to a black pastor in town take him to lunch right. and just say hey let, can we talk? Let me. What what are things that you go through? I'm gonna say that this is the reason why I really really started this podcast because exactly. we as pastors, ministers, and leaders sometimes we do go through the same thing. And just for that moment when we go to lunch, just take off that pastor hat. Just be for human for, for for that moment and really get to know your brother in Christ or sister in Christ. That's right. Really get to know him because me and Pastor Ryan we have conversations all the time and we just. 
we just brother to brother. We just, I mean, we go real, we go yeah. in, yep. and we and we done yep. took the hat off and just yep. really like, yo, this is how I'm really feeling, and we be going through the same thing. And you just, I just want you to know that you're not going through this by your by yourself, especially right. in ministry, in That's leadership, right. and pastoring, because we, we all brothers in Christ and sisters in Christ. So. We want to be encouraged, and that's that's one of the main reasons why I started this podcast. Because I want you to know we're not doing this by ourselves. Right. So, what does pastors on purpose mean to you, and a purposeful pastors mean to you? Man, I, I just I love your heart behind this whole thing um, because we are pastors and we do have a purpose, right. and God has called us to share the good news, to share the gospel. Uh, I heard a missionary say one time, you know, what are the first two letters in the word go? In the word go, or go is go, G O go. Mm-hmm. The first two letters in gospel are G O, which is right. go, and the first two letters in the words good news are G O. Right. You know, go. Yeah. And so we we have to go, and we we put on this front that you know that we got it all together. Right. Right. Every right. pastor has a little bit of what I call the Superman complex. Right. Right. That we think it all hinges on us. That the whole world hinges on on you know whether yeah. we preached well or not, and we're only as good as our last sermon. Right. And if the attendance is up, I feel like the best pastor in the world. If the attendance is down, I feel like the worst pastor right. in the world. Right, 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 right. But the fact of the matter is, that job's already been taken. Jesus right. is the King. Right. right. He's the King. He's the one we're all working for, mm-hmm. and we got to remember that. And so I love pastors on purpose because it reminds me that. I have a purpose that right. I'm part of a bigger team. Right, right. Regardless right. of the size of my church, right, or what's going on, I'm a part of a team. Right. You know, right. and like I'm, I'm like you. I love sports. Like right. I think of everything in sports mentality. Like right. I'm a basketball guy, mm-hmm. and so, you know, for me, there's it's. I think in terms of basketball, right. like ministry is like basketball. I'm trying to get to the hoop. Right. I'm trying to slam one down. Yeah. I'm trying to throw <laughs> one down. But I got people around me, right? right. It's five on five. Right. I got an enemy trying to stop me. Right. And I got other people on my side right. that I. And sometimes that means I got to pass the ball off. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm double teamed. Right. But somebody's wide open. Exactly. I got to exactly. get that ball to him mm-hmm. so that he can score. Right. And that's that's what I see pastors on purpose doing is. Is a lot of times we're going to be double teamed, triple teamed by right. the enemy, mm-hmm. and at that point, I need to kick off to you right. and right. say, "Man, can you? Can you? Like, I'm, yeah. I'm struggling yeah. right now. Right, carry this hell, hold this burden for hold me this right burden now. for yes. me right yes. now. Yes. I got to, you know, let me get out of this, yeah. and you keep running with the ball. Right, and if that means you score and you throw one down or you shoot right. a three pointer or whatever, yeah. then mm-hmm. I'm going to celebrate with you. Exactly. So when you baptize people, I'm celebrating. Right. When I baptize. You celebrate with me right. because we're we're pushing back the darkness, we're pushing back the enemy, right. and so I think for any pastor that's listening, man, be encouraged. Don't stop. Don't quit. You have a purpose. Yes. God is doing great things through you. I don't care if you got five people in your church or five thousand. Right. You keep pressing. You keep pushing back the darkness. Keep pushing back the enemy, and and God is going to come through, and and you're going to get that God privilege. Yeah. That yeah. God favor. Yeah, that, that God we privilege. talked about. Yes. And he yes. is going to do incredible things. Um, so I want you to tell us where you can be reached or um, your email, Instagram, Facebook. Yeah, man. Um, I'm on Facebook under Ryan Vernon, uh, Instagram, Ryan Vernon. 
Uh, I am on Twitter, but not as much as the others. Usually Facebook, Instagram, best places to, to get me. Uh, you can email me at the church, ryanvernon at 902church.org, uh, or jump on our website, www.902church.org. And then, obviously, we've got all the social media for the church as well. So you, you can find me. shouldn't be too hard to find me <laughs> if you want to look for me. Yes, I want to thank you, Clue. This is Pastor on Purpose, and we just want to thank you guys for just listening. This was a great conversation. This was a blessing. I hope y'all got what y'all needed and help y'all through y'all week and just have a blessed day. Thank you, guys. Amen.